home building and remodeling show. Let's go! Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. And we have to have the structure of an apprenticeship program in place. And we need to go ahead and set this thing up. And luckily, I had a frame of reference from the military, from the Navy, from their apprenticeship programs that I was able to use and adapt here. We just kind of went on ahead and set it up. We gave all the, the young what we call apprentices. We set a mark and gave them binders. And we went on ahead and, and caught, started calling them apprentices. And we set up that apprentice one, apprentice two, you know, path for them. We laid out an entire career path for them. And I honestly think that uh, they're very excited to adopt that and adapt that and move forward. Yes, it's very hard to get started, but you could do anything that you want in construction. And so our team gets paid well. I knew for us to get the right people in the door, young, old, male, female, that was irrelevant. I wanted people with the right mindset. And so to do that, I knew that if you get a grown man or woman walking in the door that that has children at home, paying them $10, $11 wasn't going to cut it. Well, Chris, you can't uh, pay them more than that because yada, yada, right? No, that's not right. So what we did is we, we start them out at $17 an hour. And then from there, they get... They get 50 cents every thousand hours. So basically a thousand hours equates to about six months. And so 50 cents every six months. And then uh, that's a dollar a year. And so, you know, from from there, uh, that was the pay portion. And they go apprentice one, apprentice two, and all the way up. If you look at uh, organizations such as NARI, the National Association of the Remodeling Industry, you can become a master remodeler through them, and you have to have 10 years to do that. Well, our apprenticeship aligns with that. In our apprenticeship, you can go from apprentice to a journeyman, and you can, same thing, 20,000 hours or 10 years, you become a master remodeler through our company. The way that we've done it is we've had to say, here's all the tasks that you may encounter during remodeling. 
And here's what you need to do. So it's repetition, right? Each task, they go in and they do it a series of times. They discuss it, observe, perform with supervisor, perform independently. Then they start to self-correct and then they become a master. And that's for each task along the way. So if they need to lay tile, then they're going to discuss, observe, perform with supervision, perform independently, self-correct, and then master. This is our new contractor shout-out segment. We are going to pick 40 contractors a month that tag their business page in our post on the Home Building and Remodeling Show Facebook page. And this month, we have with us LeBron Construction out of Chester, Pennsylvania, Ash Woodworking out of Waterford, Wisconsin, One for All Service out of Flowery Branch, Georgia, Buford's Handyman Services out of Kaplan, Louisiana, Inside Out Property Solutions in Marlton, New Jersey. Thank you all for commenting on the monthly post. We will do another post next month. Like, subscribe, and share our Facebook page. And hopefully you get a shout out next time. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we've got good old Adam back with us. Um, and we're going to dive straight in to kind of what we've been doing here at Kirby. And hopefully you all can relate to that. So we've been talking recently about. So here we have a lot of W-2 employees. Right. So in construction, you can't a lot of people use subcontractors and they're the primary contractor. Right. So for us, we have in-house employees. We're at almost 30 now uh, because we've brought on some electricians, a master electrician, master plumber, Uh and a team under them. Um, But what we were looking at is how we price our jobs. And it makes a big difference in what we do because flow of a project and flow of the money in money out are super important right so when you're going out to estimate and and you're looking at our cost there's basically three components to it or four because you have our cost for labor Mm -hmm. so our team our one two three people teams that go out and actually do the demo install right yeah and then you look at all the minor materials. Yes. And then you look at subcontractors, yeah. right? And then we do, we used to give all allowances. Now we just give allowances on product that we carry in. Right. The, mostly, yes, just like the tile, some of the pretty stuff. And, I, you know, if it's somebody that's not capable of picking up something, sure. I will offer that if as long as they pick it out, purchase it, we'll go and get it, house it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for the like elderly type yeah. people and stuff like that. So, you know, you go out and you do your estimate, but you're looking at the actual cost to do the job. And for us, that's labor, that's material, that's the allowance cost, that's the sub cost. What we've done over time as we've grown, because not only are we a company that uh, is growing, but we grow the pay of our people. Right. Right. So it's apprenticeship style. So we look at it and say, 
we bring somebody in. So anybody that comes in to us as an apprentice one starts at $17. 17 They get a pay raise every 1,000 that, hours. 1,000 hours. Okay. So in order for us to keep up with that, right, we look at it and say, okay, we're at three crews. We want to grow to four crews. Well, you need a crew leader and a helper. A helper. Right. So it takes two people. Uh, those crews pay for themselves. However, when you are growing the pay of the helper from 17 to 18, 18 to 19, then the crew leaders, 25 26 $27 an hour, you factor that in. And in order to sustain a growing company and retain the talent that we need, we have to increase their pay raises, which increases our costs, taxes being W-2, all of the associated things that come with paying people well. Correct. Right. So we get into this habit where we want to win every job because, you know, if you've got a lot of work, you can sustain a lot of people and stuff like that. But what we've started looking at heavily are margins. Right. Okay. And we run reports through QuickBooks after the job is done. And I, I think it's 27 or 25%. Uh, is good for us. Anything over that is really profit. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so that just covers our overhead because we have receptionists and an accountant and and those types of stuff that are associated with running the business the way we run our business. But we were hesitant for a long time to increase our prices. Right. Right. So how do you price our labor? Just so everybody knows and and like. And, you don't have to talk about the dollars, but you can talk about how you do it. So we have a, a set base price for two people for a week's worth of labor. Um, so I go in, you know, assess everything and get a great, the best I can, not yeah. great, you know, yeah. of how long the length of the job should take. Right. And so, then, for instance, you're saying you walk in and most of we, we focus on kitchen and bath. So most of what we do is kitchen and bath related. The reason we focus on that niche is so we can systemize it. So right. you now have the ability as the estimator project manager, you can walk in and say this will take. What a week? Yeah, week, week and two a half. weeks, something right. like that. Yeah. So something else we do though is if it takes seven business days, right? We're going. How to, do you do that? We're going to charge for two full weeks. Two full weeks. So and, and we're, and we're know, saying weeks, but it's actually ten work days. Ten work days because we yep. do Monday through Friday, seven to three thirty. Right. Okay. And you know, there's always you got to take an effect for you know some sort of hiccups and things like that. Right. As well, as well. It, there's going to be a um, a sub delay. So the plumber or electrician can't get to the job right away, then that's going to delay it. So you never go, you may bid in your head and say, this should take exactly seven days, but you're never going to bid a job for exactly seven days. Correct? Not at all. Right. Because you shoot yourself in the foot if you do that. You always want to overestimate the time. Right. You know, I mean, you can't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because it's... You know, sometimes you get lucky and finish jobs in half the time, but, you know, 75% of the time, it's going to take every bit of the time. You know, and I read something, you know, we're we're talking about increasing our prices and stuff, but if you look at, let's just say you bid it for two weeks, we run into this too. 
if if you bid it for two weeks, the client sometimes, if you finish in one, feels like they're most of the time they're happy. But yeah. some of them are like, wait a minute. Right. I know you charged for two, but you finished in one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But that's a that's a good scenario for us. And and it should be a good scenario, scenario for, for them, them to have their space back. Yeah. Correct. Um, but you do run into that, you know, but what people don't realize is we are efficient, we are quick, and we, you know, are able to finish things on time or early because of all the training that goes on in the background. Right. Right. So we're not sending somebody in there that has to figure out how to do the job. We're Correct. sending people in there that know what they're doing. Exactly. If we if we actually take the job the full length of time, that means probably something has went wrong. You may not know about it as the client, but if it if we bid for 10 days and they take 10 days, that's not the optimal. No, that's not that, what that was not our goal. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I have to, you know, put it out there and make the clients understand that it could have easily we got it done in five. It could have easily taken 10 with one simple delay as a sub couldn't get to it in the time they said or something. You Correct. see what I mean? Yep. So there's there's two sides to that. Plus the client now has their home back a lot quicker because being in kitchen and bath, you're taking away their kitchen or bath. Right. right? And that's it's a fairly big deal in yeah. most cases. But where where did we so we started to trend up our pricing because of the way and the growth of our company. But we have to sell the fact that it's worth using a right. company so that's more expensive. We're a little more expensive, but you're getting better quality talent coming to your home because right. of the way we set up our training and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of the the hope and the goal is that the quality pays for itself. Correct. Right. And so now we do get a, a different level where people are hiring us knowing that um, we're not going to – there's – going to be some sort of a mistake, not on every job, but we will take care of and make it right. Right. And so we can make their vision come to life because we offer more than just coming in, doing the work and getting out. We have designers, we've got a design team, we've got products. And for us to invest in our people and take time and do training to make them better, then we have got to pay for that. Exactly. Right? Yep. And so People are starting to realize that a company like ours who has insurance and workers comp, it does cost more than an individual trade contractor. However, we bring more to the table. Right. And those guys, you know, all their employees are 1099. So, yeah, you know, they're not really they're not having to pay any part of the taxes, right. none of the insurance, no anything. You yeah. Know I mean, they're just. And, and optimally for us to uh, keep employees and to keep people who want to work for Kirby, then we have to do these things. Right. You know, it's almost non-negotiable anymore. Just the way the work world is. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. All right, Whitney, we're going to jump right in. Uh, we've been blessed enough to Kirby Interior Design is going to do some interior design work with the U.S. Sports Academy located in Daphne. And we're also doing some remodeling and painting and 
electrical, just some different stuff over there. But we want to continually talk about process here, how we do things. And it may not be the same way for all interior design companies, but let's just for for the sake of the client and people who are watching this, who have interest in what we do and in the field that you're in, which is interior design. Let's talk about how this is a commercial project. Yes. Okay. And they called initially wanting to do some upgrades and remodel because they've really just got back into the facility or. Yeah, they've been mainly online. Um, it's kind of been like a ghost town in there. And, yeah. you know, the building was built in the and it's, 70s. It's a sports college, right? Yeah, it's okay. a sports gotcha. college. So I believe like they focus on coaches, but then there's actual teams as well, too. Very cool. And they call because they want to obviously. You said the seventies, so it's yeah. an old, it's an older building. They might have had some work done, but not to where it needs to be to look. Yeah, relevant. it's really. I think all they've really done is like maintain. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is. Original. So it's needed a ton of stuff. Yeah, and so okay, so they call here and kind of walk us through how this whole thing escalated and got to where we are today, where we're in work and you're starting the design work. So. Talk to us about the initial steps to that. So they they called the office. Actually, I think she sent an email or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you went out. And we went out to um, the appointment and, you know, we we visited the locker room. So we initially, our main project was starting in the men's locker room. Yeah. And um, it kind of just grew. Yeah. So um, there was the main part of the locker room. I mean, it has it crazy stuff. Like there's an old tanning room that we're converting into a bathroom. Trying to make so they have thing. a tanning room in there? Yeah, there's a tanning room. I didn't room know in there. that. Yeah, so that, like we're turning that into like a toilet room and then we're making the other area like ADA compliant. Gotcha. Yes. Um, but there's some lockers. So we're gonna be like refacing lockers, adding some lockers. We're doing total rip out of countertops. Um, there's all kinds of tile. We tried to match some of the things that they currently yeah. had, and that wasn't like that just wasn't possible. So right. We explained, you know, like this is kind of the path that we need to take. We really need to consider the integrity of what's already here that we can use compared yeah. to adding new. So we're going to do some, um, the, the rooms are divided. So there's like a shower room and then there's like the main locker room part. Yeah. So what we're doing in the main locker room part is the lockers, all new um, flooring, which we're going to do the lvt flooring in there okay quartz counters new sinks new fixtures new light fixtures um painting the lockers to kind of match their so when you were colors. looking at so it sounds like you're doing a lot of things and updating and mm -hmm. and on the remodel side the remodelers we take our cue from what you guys designed yes so how did you convince the sports academy that we were the right fit so they, what did that look through? The, did they interview did they just talk to you was there they did presentations was yep. there there was interviews um there was multiple site visits that you know we did um we were we wanted to try to be as budget friendly as possible because they have really been pretty non-existent in the yeah. actual like real world of people being there. So this is the first year they've been open. Right. So I think they were a little cautious at first. Yeah. Um, but you know, getting to know them, lots of meetings, pulling all the samples, bringing it in. I mean, I did a full presentation with an easel and kind of had everything printed out. Showing and laid them the out. vision. Mm -hmm. And, and a part of that was just not only, 
you know, you do have to be mindful of the budget, but sometimes when it's been so long to perform an update, you have to be real with them. And I think what, you know, I can't speak for them, but part of what we presented was realistic. It was. Like you can't just do the minimum and and capture the effect that they wanted with the design. And I think that's how we really won the bid essentially because they came in, they wanted us to paint the tile floor and paint the tile walls. I mean, you know, we can't really warrant that. Yeah. So it took a little bit of convincing, like, listen, if you're really wanting to put the money into this and you're really wanting it to be quality and y'all to stand out like you're, you know, you're, this is your first year open again. Like we need to make an impression. So Plus, we need good quality materials to make it last because essentially they're not going to want to spend any more money in the future sure. to redo these. Yeah, things. this. So, I mean, when you do an upgrade of this caliber, mm-hmm. you want it to last quite a while, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, what we have to do um, on the design side is we have to figure out not just what's currently trending, but right. we have to look at well, this is going to last. This is going to be a trend. This is going to be mm-hmm. something that sustains for multiple years right right and so that comes from experience and knowing the market Mm -hmm. so part of you know talking to them i'm sure was hey this isn't something that's going to go out of style next week right so we stuck like they have colors so like the colors of the sports academy um the colleges like navy grays whites so we really stuck in that realm and made it pretty easy with just different tones yeah. of it um, yeah. with pops, but then also bringing in the white, fresh, clean look because it's very much right now like a little bit of a dungeon. Gotcha. So you wanted to brighten it up. Mm-hmm. So you needed some light, bright yes. colors. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. So the colors like we're doing, there is one part of the um, locker room and the shower room section that we are painting the back wall yeah. white. Um, just because that's not going to get a lot of high traffic and water is not directly going to hit onto it. Yeah. Whereas in the shower areas where, you know, we're ripping that tile out, putting new in, adding like the Navy blues, like the cool, like, and those colors aren't going to go out of trend. I mean, they're just yeah. classic and, colors. And, and they go with the school colors. Right. So it, so it, it makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, where we are, you know, I have not done a site visit. So where are we? now and what's our progress point with you know and your involvement with the design but um the remodelers so we've just done some painting and lighting updates or yeah so currently so originally the project was just the locker room and then a small kitchenette area well it just kind of opened up and they realized okay well yeah. we can't kind of just do this and that like it has to you can't really piecemeal flow. it right you, you have to okay yep so we're men's locker room then it goes out into like a kitchenette area that's a big hangout room for like the students yeah and then we're right now it's the ping pong room so <laughs> we're we're painting in that and redoing all the lighting throughout the whole area that we're doing and then but yeah. we, what we just finished was the painting of the weight room which has 20 foot ceilings so we painted um, it. Did we also do lighting in there? We're doing the lighting in so, there right now. And you literally just left with our um, electrician. Yes. And what was the lighting difference? Because you sent me some pictures. So kind of it what was, was he crazy. doing? crazy. So um, they're two by two lights. I mean, these housings, everything was like built with the building. So it was kind of like a rebuild on the inside. He had to do some rewiring. And then he did some research and we found like these... Um, because currently they're baluster lights, so we switched those out to these high pro LED yeah. lights, and like 
as different as night and day because if you know anything about baluster lights, when you turn them on, they have to warm up. So it has to like right. That's that old school like to tick, come tick, on tick, and then it pop kind of yep. gives you the you pop. Could, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when they go bad, they stink and like it's just not energy yeah. efficient at all. So. I think they're going to be really happy when they can just go flip a light on. Yeah, I mean, and you sent me that we're picture. In the basement. Yeah. yeah, you sent me a picture where Andy had just done a uh, replacement of one, mm-hmm. and then you had the next one, and it was it was night and day. Yeah. Um. And but it's more than just the actual look, the aesthetic, but like you said, it's more energy efficient, mm-hmm. right? And originally, just looking at the housings, we. We were thinking that he was going to have to replace the entire the unit. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but luckily, he knows his stuff. And yes. he figured out a way to um, to kind of save that that time. Because and still keep it within budget. Absolutely. The same amount of money that we were going to buy these other fixtures is the same so, amount of money for... So this. not only, you know, looking at the design side, not only are we, you know, helping them to stay inside the budget, but we're actually giving them a better product. Oh, absolutely. But, this you is know. so much better. And... Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.